Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we discuss the warnings given to us by the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapters 8-10. through 10. Paul warns us that bad attitudes lead to bad actions that can harm not only the person that develops these attitudes, but the whole church body. Please follow along with Pastor Jim as he preaches today's slice of this week's message entitled, Take Heed Lest You Fall. If you're his child, you belong to him, you follow him, he will take care of you. But by complaining about the manner in which he provides for you, you can bring an infection of bad attitudes into the circle of people that you trust or that that you interact with in your church family who trust you. It can lead to both personal and collective chastening. I was in a um, a Sunday school group years ago, and uh, Marcia and I were just married, and it was a huge new married group in the big church where we were, and, and uh, one guy had, uh, his, his car had died, lived to a ripe old age, and it went to be with the Lord, and uh, uh, he had said, hey, would you, they were having a prayer request time, and said, hey, would you, would you pray, you know, uh, Linda and I need a car. And, uh, you know, I got to get to work. And they were starting to pray. And a, and a guy said, he said, we don't need to pray for that. See me after class. I'll take you over to my place. Got this car. Just needs a new battery. I'll put the battery in. It's, it's yours. And they talked afterwards. And the guy said, well, actually was hoping for a 62 Dodge. <laughs> this was way back in the 70s. Right. Look. I don't like the way God provided for me. Well, is the point that is the point that He's met your need, or is the point that He pleased you? If God hated grumbling in Israel in the wilderness, God hates grumbling now. Oh, by the way, Paul wrote about that. It's also in Philippians. Go find it. Number four: bad mouthing, specifically undermining godly leaders. 1 Corinthians 10.10, nor grumble as some of them did and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now, this one, it's not as clear what exact thing Paul might have been uh, referring to because uh, Israel so often grumbled against their leaders (laughs) that you could pick a whole bunch of them. But there's two leading possibilities. The two of them are Numbers 14 and Numbers 16. Numbers 14 is when they'd come out of Egypt and they made a pretty much a direct route to where they were ready to uh, cross the river and enter the Promised Land. And remember, they decided, we're going to send in spies, have them scope out the land. Sounds like a good military strategy to 
uh, to do that. They sent in the 12 spies. They spent, what, 40 days there, came back, brought samples of the fruit. And when they came back, um, 12 or uh, 10 of the 12 spies gave a faithless report about the land. Oh, it's really nice over there. But there's big guys there, and they're real mean, and they have big weapons, and they scare us. And Joshua and Caleb were the only two that said, it's a beautiful place, and there's big guys there, and they're real scary, and God promised to deliver them into our hands. Let's go. And they lost the vote 10 to 2. Now, how big of a deal was that? I mean, after all, God believes in democratic rule, right? Well, how big of a deal was that? Numbers 14. Let me read to you, starting at verse 26. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation who is grumbling against me? I have heard the complaints of the sons of Israel, which they're making against me. Say to them, As I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so I, surely, I will surely do to you. Your corpses will fall in this wilderness, even all your numbered men. That refers to the adult males that had left. According to your complete number, from 20 years old and upward, who have grumbled against me, surely you shall not come into the land in which I swore to settle you, except Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, the son of Nun. Your children, however, whom you said would become a prey, you you know, in other words, they were complaining that all the kids are going to die. I will bring them in, and they will know the land which you have rejected. But as for you, your corpses will fall in this wilderness. Your sons shall be shepherds for 40 years in the wilderness, and they will suffer for your unfaithfulness. Oh, my goodness. You know that song we sing? May all who come behind us find us faithful. The next generation is going to suffer because you were unfaithful, because you were unwilling to believe what I said and go into the land. They will suffer for your unfaithfulness until your corpses lie in the wilderness. Now listen to this. According to the number of days which you spied out the land, 40 days, for every day you shall bear your guilt a year, even 40 years, and you will know my opposition. Whoa. Does it matter how we live our lives? Yes. And it can even affect other people. That's Numbers 14. I said it could also be number 16. I'm not going to go read there, but Numbers 16 is, that a, is about a rebellion against Moses and Aaron, the, the, the main leaders. It was led by a man named Korah, K-O-R-A-H, and he sought to basically replace them. Uh, the earth opened up and swallowed the leaders of that rebellion. God killed 250 who followed those leaders in grumbling against Moses and Aaron. There's a really cool word in this passage in 1 uh, in, in Corinthians. Uh, the, the, the word that's translated grumble. Um, one of my favorite Greek words I ever heard when I was learning Greek. The, the verb is gonguzo, and the noun is gongusmas. I think of a gongoose mox like a little mongoose. 
that runs around real fast and, and, and spreads nasty stuff. It's an onomatopoeic Greek word. It, it, means, it means muttering. It means speaking in a, lone tone, in a low tone. It's describing an undercurrent of discontent. We don't like these leaders. Psst, 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 psst. Have you heard? People love to hear that stuff. It's so much easier to believe the bad stuff than it is the good stuff. So grumble is a synonym for gossip. In this case, it's specifically gossip pointed at spiritual leaders. You can fill in those blanks. Gossip and spiritual leaders. Now, if a spiritual leader is sinning, he should be dealt with. The Bible talks about how to do that. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verses 19 and 20. Uh, if an accusation against a spiritual leader is found to be true, there's a greater accountability than even for others. So he's to be rebuked publicly so that others will be fearful of sinning. But if it's not a matter of sin, if it's only a matter of style, if it's only a matter of preference, our duty to leaders is clear. Don't attack them. Support them. Pray for them. Hebrews thirteen seventeen. I'll tell you, being on the shepherd end of this, this will keep you awake at night. But here's the command to everybody. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they keep watch over your souls as those who will give an account. Now, let them do this with joy and not with grief, for this would be unprofitable for you. How profitable was it for Korah and the people who followed him in rebelling against Moses and Aaron, ground open up and swallowed them. There's also, also from the pen of Paul this time, 1 Thessalonians 5, 12 and 13, but we request of you, brethren, that you appreciate those who diligently labor among you and have charge over you in the Lord and give you instruction and that you esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Live in peace with one another. That's connected, by the way, to supporting leaders. Grumbling sucks the joy out of anybody's life. Grumbling spreads quickly. It can ruin the sweet fellowship of a group of people like a gangrene. It can even take down a whole church. If God hated grumbling in the days of Israel, God hates grumbling now. All right, is that depressing enough? I I think so. Bad attitudes cause trouble. One through five. Bad actions cause trouble. Now, let's get to something to do about it. Therefore, don't, and the first don't is don't be overconfident. Verse 11. Now, these things happened to them as an example, and they were written for our instruction upon whom the ends of the ages have come. So we should know by now the best way to attack the work of God who is building His church in this era, just like He took care of Israel in the Old Testament, the best way to attack the work of God is to attack it from within. Now, Israel had great success against everybody outside of them that they encountered. God assures victory over His enemies, and the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. But the work of God can be severely hampered, blessings can be withheld for idolatry, for immorality, for complaining, and for grumbling. And if you think you're immune, 
That means you're more susceptible than ever. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.